You're listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show, where business leaders and health experts give insight while you take a break from the daily grind. Your host, Joey Price, is an entrepreneur with over a decade of startup experience and CEO of the managed HR services firm Jumpstart HR. Want to join the conversation or have an idea for the show? Tweet us at BizLifeCoffee or Joey directly at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. Want more episodes? Head on over to iTunes to subscribe. Business, life, and coffee, personal development for busy professionals. Now let's get to the show. According to IRS data, since 2013, 5.1 million people have been victims of tax identity theft fraud. Criminals use personal information to file fake returns and steal your refund. The good news is there's a new law in place called the PATH Act to help combat tax fraud. The not-so-good news, however, is that it may delay millions of refunds this upcoming tax season. Joining me to talk about this and other changes coming this way for the tax season of 2017 is H&R Block's Kathy Pickering, who joins live from Kansas City this morning. Thanks for joining on the Business Life and Coffee Show. Good morning, Kathy. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for joining. So we are looking at a delay of millions of refunds. So I'm sure that perked up the ears of everyone a bit. Can you tell me a little bit about the PATH Act and what that means for tax filers next year? The PATH Act is a a law that was recently passed that is meant to help fight identity theft tax refund fraud. And what that means is that one of the provisions states that the IRS needs to hold refunds until February 15th for people claiming the earned income tax credit or the additional child tax credit. We know that there's about 30 million Americans who claim those credits, so this is going to impact a lot of people. What we would say is it's important to file as you normally would. So if you would normally file in January, go ahead and do that the IRS does expect to issue refunds, the majority of them, within 21 days. Okay. And why is tax fraud so prevalent these days? It can be very easy with all of the data breaches for the fraudsters to create false identities and file fake tax returns. So a couple of things that we would say that are very important to do is file your return as early as you can that will ensure that you get your file, your return claimed before somebody else gets in there to steal it. Second, it's very important to manage your passwords, and that's things like using strong passwords, changing them periodically, and not using the same password for multiple online accounts. And then finally, it's really important to not put out your social security number. So if you get a phone call, or an email asking for that information. Be suspicious. Don't give it out. Yeah, I've even gotten a phone call once from someone alleging to be the IRS, which I found out was a scam, but I didn't give any information. But it's a predatory environment that we live in, and people are are definitely looking for unique ways. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's just it. I mean, because people are afraid of the IRS. So when you get a phone call that claims to be the IRS, a lot of people get very nervous about that. But what we would say is, if the IRS is calling you, hang up. And really what I mean by that is, if you're under audit by the IRS, they're going to send you a letter. You're going to know that you've got an issue. They're not going to call you as the first contact. Yeah. (laughs) 
the uh thankfully I, you know i wasn't under audit and it was a scam obviously but i did my my researching and found out some of these guys they'll call and then the way they request payment is for you to go into a store and buy a gift card and then they take the then they ask you for the number of the gift card so you can transfer money that way which is totally totally weird totally bogus totally bogus <laughs> and it's, it, it sounds so suspicious that it's hard to imagine that people do fall prey to it, but they can be so aggressive and intimidating that it's important not to, to fall prey to that. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, we're joined by Kathy Pickering, who is the VP of Regulatory Affairs and Executive Director of the Tax Institute at H&R Block. Let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about health insurance. I know as an HR pro, you know, I'm very familiar with Affordable Care Act and the requirement for individuals to have health insurance for the year, and if not, that there's a certain penalty that they're faced. You know, the question is still out there. What are the penalties for taxpayers without health insurance? And what can be done to avoid being penalized if, if a person doesn't have insurance? So last year, on average, taxpayers who didn't have health insurance paid a penalty of about $400. This year, that penalty is $695 per person, half that for children. And what you could think about is for a family of four earning $60,000 a year, they're going to be paying a penalty of about $2,000 if they don't have health insurance. There are exemptions that are available. They can be a little bit confusing. And that would be a good time to get help from a tax professional if you, if you need some help navigating how to get those exemptions. The exemptions are key. Um, are there any other things that we need to know about filing for the 2017 season and any other potential tax law changes? Yeah, so the thing that we would say is as we're coming up on the end of the year, there's a few things that you can do to still save on your tax bill. First, it pays to save. So if you can contribute a little bit more money to your retirement accounts, that's always a smart thing to do. Second, it pays to give. So if you're making charitable contributions or donating household goods, make sure you get receipts and hold on to them. And then finally, don't forget about the use it or lose it laws with the flexible spending account. So if you've got a flexible spending account, make sure that you use all those funds so that you're not forfeiting it. Great. Thanks, Kathy. And yeah, the, the use it or you lose it is a huge deal. You know, when I'm, I'm working with some of my uh, business clients and, and I realize that some of the employees will have $500 left over, $1,000 left over. Because, you know, they thought that they were going to get braces for their child or glasses and it, that didn't happen. You definitely want to use those dollars because they, they don't come back around most times. That's right. It's the perfect time to take a look at it. And I would recommend that if you have questions or want to get more information, go to hrblock.com slash path. Excellent. And are there any other ways that individuals can reach out and contact you or HR Block or learn more information about the information we talked about today? Certainly our website or call our 1-800 number, 1-800-HR-BLOCK. Thanks so much. Kathy, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And uh, I hope that this podcast really, really helps people with securing their tax, tax returns and getting their money back faster. And I hope people will learn and research more about the PATH Act. Thank you so much. All right. Great speaking with you, Kathy. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.